0: On the newsline with us now, movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. His website's aisleseat.com. He's a staff writer for Ranker, a member of the Critics' Choice Association and Online fin- Film Critics Society. He's an author and a very busy tweeter, at aisleseat on uh, Twitter. And his appearance is spon- sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg. Let's start out with a review. First of all, good morning, Mike. Thanks for calling in today.
1: Good morning. Happy Friday the 13th.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, this is a very, cinematically, a very significant uh, milestone. Uh, Let's start out with your review of Freaky.
1: In Freaky, Vince Vaughn plays a serial killer stalking high schoolers in a small town. One night, he stabs a timid teen girl, played by Katherine Newton, but instead of her dying, something weird takes place. The two magically switch bodies, leaving her a bloodthirsty killer and him an awkward adolescent. As you may have already guessed, the movie's title is a nod to Freaky Friday, whose plot gets a horror-themed twist here. Freaky is a horror comedy that works beautifully on both levels. Vaughn is hilarious, channeling a teenage girl and capturing the many, many insecurities she feels being inside an adult male's body. And yes, that includes using the restroom. Newton, meanwhile, is also very funny, showing how the killer comes to appreciate his new form, since being a teen makes slaughtering other teens so much easier. On the horror side, the film has several pretty good jump scares, as well as some very innovative kills. One murder inside the high school's woodshop is so outrageous that even I was taken aback, and I love this kind of thing. Freaky is a high-energy movie that, like the original Scream, makes you laugh one minute and then shriek the next. It's a ton of fun. On a scale of one to four, I give it three and a half, Wedding Crashers.
0: Wow. (laughs) See, I saw the trailer. I thought, well, this is kind of disjointed. But you say they glue it all together fabulously.
1: They really do you know this movie was directed by christopher landon the son of the late actor michael landon and he also made happy death day and those two movies are very similar because they both take very well-established comedy films and borrow their stories and put a horror twist on them. Happy Death Day was basically Groundhog Day as a horror movie. Freaky is Freaky Friday as a horror movie. And I think he may have hit on the next big trend in horror here. This idea, when done as well as it's done in Freaky, really offers a lot of potential.
0: And that potential would be switching characters, drawing in from other films previously?
1: Yeah, just just taking comedic stories that we're familiar with and then translating them through horror. So it it kind of puts a fresh spin on something familiar. And, uh, you know, Hollywood, they generally don't like to make original films as much anymore. And I think this is a way of being original, but also being familiar enough that the audience will get the gist of the premise pretty quickly.
0: And what was the name of that uh, teen parent switch movie? I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. What film was that?
1: Yeah, that was Freaky Friday, but there's a long history of other movies that have sort of ripped off Freaky Friday, you know, a bunch of body-switch movies. There was one with Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds a few years ago called The Switch Up, and then there was uh, Vice Versa back in the 80s uh, with Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold, Like Father, Like Son, with Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron. So this is an idea that movies have kind of revisited every so often, but it's never been done in a horror setting before.
0: And Vince Vaughn, good in this? Of course, he's funny most of the time.
1: He's really good in this, and what I like about him here is that he plays it straight, which just makes it funnier. He doesn't play like he's like he's overacting being a teenage girl. You know, he really makes this a character, and, and that just brings out the humor in it. So he is really good. This is one of my favorite performances from him.
0: All right, and this is uh, Freaky It's the name of the movie. It's in mm-hmm. theaters, and you gave it three-and-a-half
1: three-and-a-half wedding crashers in honor of vince vaughn now this movie opens today in theaters if it was normal times this movie would go through the roof this would be a big hit of course uh... things are a little weird with the nation's theaters so uh... if you feel safe seeing it in the theater you can certainly do that if not uh... this movie will be available uh... video on demand in a few weeks it's part of a new deal between amc studios and universal pictures that's shortening that theatrical window
0: Okay. Uh, So how are we doing at theaters these days? What's uh, sort of the latest uh, from the movie houses?
1: Well, things are still not good. The theater chains are asking Congress for some immediate relief in order to stay open. Uh, So they're definitely feeling the economic pinch. And things are just not getting any better. There's word that came overnight. uh, Warner Brothers is considering bumping Wonder Woman 1984 again. It was supposed to open Christmas Day. And things obviously are getting worse with COVID, not better. So they're talking about bumping that back to summer next week or possibly just releasing it on their HBO Max service. Uh, So theaters are still really struggling to have product to play, new product, stuff that's really going to pull people
0: in. And we think of our AMC Theater locally, uh, their parent company having a big struggle. Any change in that saga, which that's really a tough row this year?
1: Their stocks did go up this week after news came out that there was some effectiveness in Pfizer's coronavirus um, uh, treatment. So that was good news for the movie theaters, but the fact still remains that most of the big product is being pushed back and delayed, and, and they're running smaller movies or catalog titles. So uh, things really don't look great for them, and there again, that's why they're stepping in and asking Congress for some relief to save theaters. Okay,
0: well, we'll keep an eye on that. We know the U.S. Congress has been motivated lately to uh, assist uh, all kinds of endeavors and and, uh, business sectors, so certainly entertainment. Broadway's going to want to cut, too. They've already received some funding, but the arts are asking for still more. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Well, we lost an entertainer. He was only in a few movies, uh, but uh, certainly on television for a couple of two, three decades, Alex uh, Trebek died. A big impact on the entertainment industry.
1: Absolutely. It's hard to find anybody who didn't love Alex Trebek. For millions of Americans, myself and my family included, Jeopardy is a nightly ritual. And so Alex Trebek came into our homes for years and years and years and was a constant, reassuring, friendly presence. Uh, so his passing uh, is very tragic, especially since he filmed the last, his last episode of Jeopardy a mere 10 days before he passed. If you watch the show, he looked like he was fighting his uh, cancer pretty well, but uh, the pancreatic kind that he has, obviously, can things can turn on a dime, and that's what happened with him. So uh, very, very sad, but he left an incredible legacy behind that will never be matched in the annals of game show history. So uh, Alex Trebek, really a, a tragic
0: loss. And I think of him as being on uh, Saturday Night Live one time. Other cameos that he made?
1: Yeah, he was on Seinfeld once. He was on uh, The X-Files once, The Nanny, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, He appeared in a couple of movies. Uh, He was in the Julia Roberts movie Dying Young, playing himself, He was in the uh, Leslie Nielsen. Well, his voice was in the Leslie Nielsen uh, comedy Spy Hard. So he kind of did. The Simpsons is another one too. He was the one that's (laughs) noteworthy. So yeah, he he was sort of a pop culture uh, phenomenon, and they used him in TV and movies as himself a lot.
0: All right. So, so, yeah, we miss Alex Trebek already. Uh, interesting. Uh, now, of course, uh, Las Vegas taking odds on who's going to replace him on television. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, Warner Brothers fires Johnny Depp. You tweeted that this week. What happened?
1: Yeah. Uh, the Johnny Depp was supposed to reprise his role in the third Fantastic Beast movie, and warner brothers basically asked him to leave and, and not continue the role this came after a court hearing uh, over in london found that uh, abuse allegations against johnny depp uh... for allegedly abusing his ex-wife amber heard were quote substantially true so johnny depp is fighting these allegations that he was physically abusive to his ex-wife and warner brothers really just did not want that Getting involved in the movie or dragging the movie down. So they asked him to depart and he agreed. Uh, so Johnny Depp no longer associated with the Fantastic Beast series.
0: Okay, all right. So, yeah, these things do have repercussions. It wasn't uh, that long ago. It wouldn't trickle up to your career if you had, uh, you know, clear. Uh, transgressions where you had been uh, abusive or verbally abusive or things like that didn't always have a tremendous impact on your career. But now, of course, in the Me Too movement and the Me Too era, we're glad to say that this does have an impact. So uh, that's happening. Uh, One other quickie thing. This just popped up in the news yesterday. I didn't ask you about it ahead of time. But uh, one of the concert promoters is saying they will have some concerts next year, but everybody will have to get tested for COVID before they attend the concert, So maybe that will have an impact on the movie industry and uh, films and, and uh, movie theaters. This idea of, uh, well, once you get your test, then you can go. So that's that's out there in the news. Movie Mike, uh, thank you so much for checking in today. Very much appreciated.
1: Okay, thank you. Always good to be here.
0: I'm movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. Website, aisleseat.com. And his appearance is always sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg.